from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Good evening. Depending on where you are in the world, we do have people that watch this show all over the world. So it could be good morning, it could be good evening, it could be good afternoon. Either way, it is. June 23rd, year of our Lord, 2021. This is Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. This is the second hour of the day. We already have up to about 1,200 people watching the show within the first minute. That is amazing. I always urge you guys, if you can, at this time during the show, this is the time to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, share out to your social media platforms, and if you're watching on Rumble, then hit that, smash that Rumble button. Let's Rumble with some other videos. Let's show the power of the live audience on Rumble. There are very few channels that I see that get six, seven thousand people watching them live, so I want to thank you very much for being so amazing and so awesome, and uh, let's get that video out there, share it in your groups, you can even email it, you can do whatever you got to do, put it on your Telegram pages, put it on your Gab, your Cloud Hubs, all of that, and let's bring everybody into one solid cohesive family unit, let me reach out to Rumble for some shout outs, We've got, uh, somebody says, got my nap in now, Jeremy. All right, that's good. It's good to get an afternoon nap in, you know what I mean? Victoria, she's liked, rumbled, and shared both Rumble and YouTube. Thank you very much. American Fighting Girl, Massachusetts, in the house. Um, still don't see Corn Pop. He must be, uh, um, you know, I mean, if he, if he went to a funeral today, I can't expect him to be on the show. But I, uh, my heart goes out to Corn Pop and everything. He, oh, there he is right there. There he is. Okay, he went to the funeral and he, and, he, and he did a speech today. So thank you, uh, Corn Pop, for the update. I'm glad you're, you're okay. Very disappointed in Michigan with the GOP. Exactly right. We're going to be talking a little bit about that today. So thank you for mentioning that. Kristen Donovan says, hello, 5 o'clock, happy hour. Let's go. Amanda says, uh, frozen already. Yeah, Rumble does have some, some issues when it's live freezing here and there. And I apologize for that. But, you know, yeah. Every week they're fixing something else and making it a better platform, and that's we gotta be we gotta be grateful for that. You know what I mean? Um, Susan S from New Jersey, howdy, got my coffee already. Slurp, slurp. Hello from New Jersey, more New Jersey folks. Darlene Horton from Michigan, give you a shout out. There you go, girl. Uh, hi, Jeremy. Finally managed to see you live for the first time. Says Cat Godwin. Well, welcome. God bless and thank you for being able to watch live. That's it's always great when you can watch it live. Maverick twenty sixty five says hello from Kami. We've got Pennsylvania in the house. Make sure you go to audittheVotePA.com and get your name on there so that you can sign that petition for them to um, uh, move that audit forward. Okay, Washington 84 says, Iowa viewer here. Love Iowa. Trumperite says, love your show. And uh, Patriot Girl says, hey, Jeremy, shout out from Indiana. Thank you very much. It's good to know, it's good to know what state you guys are from when you, uh, when you uh, ask for the shout outs. Tiffany Lee says, shout out to my husband, Andrew. He's about to head to work. Hey, Andrew. Shout out, man! Got yourself a good wife. She's shouting you out, and you're out. You're you're heading out there to 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 uh, to make ends meet, and uh, we love you, brother. And uh, Amy Johnson is watching on YouTube from OHIO. Sarah Bellum says you're being shadow banned. FYI, love from North Dakota. Yeah, well, you know, 
I'm always being shadow banned. I'm always being censored. I'm always being silenced. It is what it is. Renee Clorin is in the house from Texas on YouTube as well. And ladies and gentlemen, I have a, uh, I have a, a meeting tomorrow with uh, Roku and Firestick uh, folks that are that are uh, <laughs> have been working very slowly, I might add, to get my channel up. But I did see my public channel was up on on Roku now, and all we got to do is start adding content. So I have a meeting with them tomorrow. Hopefully by the end of the day tomorrow, I will have content up on Roku and on Firestick just to add to the amount of uh, platforms that you can watch on. And Krista1437 says, Facebook hacked me today and tried to get me to pay them $1,000 to activate my account. Hmm. Might have a situation on your hand where it's a hacker and not Facebook, but, you know, could very well be Facebook as well. Either way, Facebook is a rough place to be these days. I would like to thank Linda Wardwell. And I'll show you why I would like to thank Linda Wardwell, because I received this in the mail today. This is uh, Dinesh D'Souza's film. I actually never got to see this Death of a Nation. And if you can see, you can turn it there, and it's Washington, and then it's Trump. I mean, uh, Abraham Lincoln, then Trump, Abraham Lincoln, then Trump. This is actually a, a, a film that's a couple years old, and I actually never got to see it. So it's a really, uh, it's, it's a blessing that I was able to get that. So thank you, Linda Wardwell, for sending that DVD. My wife and I will be watching that, so God bless you, and thank you very, very much. I would also like to ask for prayers, ladies and gentlemen, for Kim Tarato. Kim Tarato sent me an email, and she asked for prayers for her daughter, pregnant with fifth child and the father started drinking and using drugs again and left her and now she has no income and she's in a house that is very unsafe and not very uh not a very good condition for her children and her four children pregnant with the fifth uh kim we we will definitely uh, keep your daughter in our prayers. Kim, I'm going to be reaching out to you to see what I can do to help. If there's any way that I can help in any way, um, then I definitely will. It's really, really hard to see you know, people struggle like that, especially a pregnant mom with four other children. The husband having the drug and the drinking problems as it is is rough. The emotional abuse that comes with that is rough. And then leaving her all alone is very, very hard. And, uh, you know, I, I would just tell you to... Um, you know, uh, continue to ask God to, to help her, to intervene, to show her the path. Uh, with, through, through Christ, all things are possible. And even raising those kids on her own is possible uh, if she leans on God for that. So please, please make sure that you pound that home so that she understands that there is somebody out there that she can lean on that has all the power in the world to do all things. Praying for you. Love you. God bless. Um, Folks, I just got to tell you, before we get into uh, giving our love and our honor and our attention to the Lord, you guys, this show and the audience that watches this show, the audience that shares this out to their groups and gets people to watch this show, gets their family members to watch this show, you know, sends gifts, has the courage to send testimony um, of what they're going through, how they came to Christ, what this show meant to them. I got to tell you guys that years ago, I used to do this uh, but I used to do rant videos. I never did it in a studio. I always did it on my front porch, my back porch. I'd always be drinking bourbon or smoking cigars or in the driveway, swearing up a storm. F this, F that. You know what I mean? And I had a lot of people. A lot of you who are here now were there back then. 
And a lot of you told me way back when, you know, if you cleaned up your act a little bit, and this was, this was you know, before Christ, and then uh, even some after Christ, I was still kind of doing the same thing. And a lot of you said, you know, if you cleaned up your act a little bit and you found God, you know, your show would really take off and you would really change a lot of lives. And I argued and I argued and I argued those people. And I said, you don't like my, you don't like my live videos? Then bounce. And I got to tell you, it was my mistake that I did that. Because not only did I um, delay God's plan for me, but I, who knows how many people I could have helped at that time had I just done exactly what people were requesting that I did. Now, I know everything is on God's time, but I look back at that time and I go, wow, how, how much change could we have actually uh, been a part of had I opened my eyes a little sooner? So I just want to thank you all. Even the ones that are new to the show, you guys have all changed me so much. You guys have all made me see things that I never looked at before. And you guys really made me see priorities. And I just want to take this time to thank you, say God bless you, and wish you all the greatness in the world that can come to you. Because if it wasn't for you, then, you know, this show wouldn't be anything and I wouldn't be who I am today. So thank you all, okay? Now, now's the time to take that deep breath because we're going to give our honor and attention to God. Because without God, nothing is possible. And through Christ, everything is possible. So year of our Lord, 2021, June 23rd, from Jesus Calling. Let's go ahead and read. I challenge you to place your hope fully in me. Now I'm going to stop there. We've been talking a lot lately about different faiths and different ways to uh, perceive what we're reading. But it's really more simple than any of us think. I know there's a lot of arguing and debating amongst denominations, amongst different faiths. I get it, 100%. And that will never stop, by the way. That will never stop. But it's really as simple as what I just read. I challenge you to place your hope fully in me. That means God. No matter what is happening in your life right now, your story has an amazingly happy ending. Remember that I am with you continually and I myself am your hope. I myself am your hope. And that is uh, pulling from Psalm 33, 20 through 22, which says, We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love rest upon us, O Lord, even as we put our hope in you. And it's also pulling from 1 Timothy 1, 1, which says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior and the Lord Jesus Christ, our hope. And before you turn out the light tonight, take time to affirm your hope and trust in me. And I got to tell you, Paul, Paul wrote, I believe, two-thirds of the New Testament of the Bible. And Paul was probably one of the most controversial figures in the Bible who God leaned on the most, I I wouldn't say leaned on, but depended on the most to write most of the New Testament. And I relate with Paul so, so very much. I relate with Paul so very much because this was a guy who literally killed, hunted down, and persecuted Christians in the Christian faith and tried to make sure that Jesus Christ's word was never preached and anybody who preached it would be blaspheming the Lord's name the Lord God's name, and they would be stoned to death, killed, their head cut off, decapitated, whatever it was. 
Paul was ruthless, folks. And Paul ended up writing two-thirds of the New Testament. So please, let's not be out there telling anybody that they're not Christian enough. Let's not be out there telling anybody that you're not a Christian because of X, Y, and Z. You can say, um, that's not the right way to bring people to the Lord according to Jesus' word, but it's not our authority to say you're not a Christian because of. Because none of us know anybody's true relationship with Jesus. And I made that mistake a few months back when I was talking about people who commit suicide are not going to heaven. Remember that controversy? Remember that conversation? Remember that debate? Remember how many people came at me and was like, whoa, 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 you don't know what you're talking about. And I will admit, and I admitted right away then, I did not know what I was talking about because I have no idea what the last minutes of those people's life were like. I have no idea if they came to Jesus before they ended their life here on earth. So I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to re reiterate that. Um, Pharaoh Mom 44 says, Jeremy, my son's 13th birthday is today. Well, happy birthday to your 13-year-old son. He is finally, finally entering those dreaded teenage years. And he will be a boy for about 20 more years. I know I was. But either way, happy birthday to him. I hope he has a great birthday. And uh, God bless you and him. Okay? Uh, Alicia White says, Amen. Telling somebody they aren't Christian is disgusting behavior. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. 100%. And, um... Only God knows where they go, says Twinkle2010. I like that I like that name, Twinkle2010. Uh, Misty Keller on uh, YouTube says, I remember that. It was awesome of you, the way you handled the whole situation. Well, you know what? We all, we all make mistakes, you know what I mean? And I, was, I shouted out something I shouldn't have shouted out. I can tell you that. I can tell you that. And Heels Gal says, very down today. Shout out, please. Well, you know what? I bet you if you join in in the Lord's Prayer right now, if you join in and say the Lord's Prayer with us right now, your day will completely turn around. But you have to focus on the words, and you have to focus on the cross when you do it. So please, everybody, join with me. Say it out loud so whoever is around you, even if you're in a restaurant, have some courage right now, and let's say the Lord's Prayer together, shall we? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I got to tell you, whenever I actually say that, focus on those words. And you know what part I really focus on the most? I mean, I'm sure everybody has their own, little, their own way that they look at this prayer. But the, the part that I focus on the most every time I say it is... Um, what should be done on earth is what's done in heaven should be done on earth. When I think about that, I think of heaven coming to earth or, or Jesus coming from heaven to earth to save us. I just, I get this visual picture in my mind of doing what you should do on earth or what you do in heaven is what you should do on earth. I just get this visual picture in my mind and that, that's the one line that I seem to focus on every single time when I say that prayer. And I'm sure you guys all have a different line that you really focus on more than the other in that as well. Um, Vmom46 says, we don't need to divide ourselves. The government is doing the fine job of that. No, 100%. But at the same time, we can't uh, hear the word of God and, uh, and, and divide ourselves from the word of God because just because it might be something a little bit something you know different than what we were taught growing up. 
You know what I mean? I don't care if you follow Christ for one day or a hundred years. Everybody can learn from everybody. And that's the, way I, that's the way I've been taking it lately. Even when I've been saying things are controversial, I'm still learning things from those people who have been yelling at me. So, <laughs> All right, folks. Are you ready? YouTube, are you ready? Rumble, are you ready? Have you shared the video? Have you liked it? Have you rumbled it? Well, then let's get ready to rumble with the first and foremost section of today. And I'm going to stick with James Lester's request to play the same song for the Smarty Award of the Day. Don't worry, this will not become permanent, but I like the way it felt today. So thank you for the suggestion of the Smarty Award. And the Smarty Award today is going to go to those parents in this country who have decided since last year, because of what they've seen the school system do to your children, to take their children out of school. Let's go ahead and cue that music real quick, shall we? <laughs> That's right, the Smarty Award is going to go to the parents who've decided they're going to take their children's future into their own hands, which is where it should be in to begin with. One million children have been taken out of the public school system since the beginning of last year. Ladies and gentlemen, let me say it again so that everybody in the back can hear this since last year. The beginning of last year, one million children have been taken out of the public school system. I want you all to know that this in no way, my disdain and my dislike for the public school system of 2021 has nothing to do with the teachers who devote their lives to being able to help shape children's academics uh, from childhood all the way through adulthood. Has nothing to do with the teachers. Has everything to do, has everything to do with the government, the indoctrination, and the teachers' unions. Okay? Somebody asked, are you terminated on YouTube? This account has been terminated for violating YouTube. Yes, I have, but there's a new YouTube channel called LFA with Jeremy Harrell, and there's about 100 people over there watching on it right now, just so that the, for people who can't watch on Rumble or who get, you know, frozen on Rumble. But let me go back to what I was saying. A million children have been taken out of the public school system. There's a reason for that, folks. There's a reason for that. But in light of the fact that a million people have been taken, a million children have been taken out of the public school system within the period of a year, homeschooling, private schooling, uh, Christian academies, they have seen a massive spike in children. And that is what needs to happen in order to beat the teachers' unions and in order to beat the, less, the leftist overlords of indoctrination. These children are no longer, ladies and gentlemen, taught academics and academics only. These, these children are now taught social justice. These children are taught critical race theory. These children are taught how to protest. These children are taught that they don't listen, need to listen to mom and dad. These children are taught that they can make their own choices when it comes to taking a COVID shot or not. These children are taught how to have sex in first grade. These, these children are taught how to touch themselves in kindergarten. These, these children are um, taught that it's okay for a drag queen to come in and read a story to you and show half of her body, his body, whatever you want to call it, to these children while they're reading Blue's Clues and the children have no idea what the heck is going on. That is why one million children have been taken out of school. Keep it up and it'll be two million a lot faster than it was one million. Keep that up and it'll be three million a lot faster than it was two million. You get it? You understand what we're saying? As conservatives, we know a different way to fight and that is your pocketbook, your wallet, your financial uh, security, 
That is how conservatives fight. We don't burn down churches. We don't burn down stores. We don't burn down buildings. We don't destroy people's futures. We don't, we don't, we don't cancel culture people. We don't do any of that stuff. What we do is we boycott and we keep our money. And you don't get it. And when you don't have your money that comes from us, then your business shuts down. Your organization shuts down. Everything about you ceases to exist. Why? Because you worship power and money. Money and power. To you, they go hand in hand. To the public school system, that's exactly what they do it for. It's not about the children anymore. It's not about the academics of the children. If it was, we wouldn't be 40th in the world in math, 30th in the world in science, 40th in the world in technology. It wouldn't happen. We wouldn't be letting China and everybody else steal our intellectual property. Okay? This is a calculated effort to destroy this country through the youth of our children. And I, and I applaud. I applaud the parents who have decided to yank their children out of the public school systems and put them where they belong, where their academics are a priority. And I agree. I agree with somebody. I just read a comment. Somebody said, stop paying your taxes. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? Now, we talked a little earlier about how the, how, how the health care system, the tax system, and all of it is just a big fraud. Think about this. Think about this. And, and this has nothing to do with the school system, but let's go back to talking about how our government has become the government that we got away from in order to g- gain our independence. Let's talk about how bad we are today. Say you go buy a house, two hundred and fifty grand. Here's two hundred and fifty grand. Go buy a house. Boom. I own it. Say you pay cash for it. $250,000. Own it. Own some land, whatever it is that comes with the house, right? Let's say you don't pay taxes for two years. Guess what happens? You don't own the house anymore. So you just purchase something for $250,000. And then the government can come in if you say, let's say you owe $10,000 in taxes and you paid $250,000 for the property. They can come and take it and say, nope, well, we own it now because you didn't pay us taxes. You think that's fair? Do you think that's fair that they could do that? Do you think that's right? Do you think that's freedom? Do you think that is the republic that the founding fathers wanted this country to be? I don't think so. Ladies and gentlemen, this fight, the best is yet to come fight, goes a heck of a lot deeper than a stolen election. It goes a heck of a lot deeper than that. It goes to a stolen election. It goes to stolen wealth. It goes to stolen property. It goes to stolen intellectual property. It goes to stolen rights that were given to you by God, not the government of the United States of America. Why? Because we give the power to the government of the United States of America. Everything about this country in 2021 is exactly what we wanted to get away from in 1775. We're back here, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, we're worse. We're worse. We are going to suffer the same fate as Rome. Divided from within, destroyed from within. Why? Because we let it happen. We let political correctness happen. We let our children be uh, indoctrinated. And I get it. We all did. I'm part of it too. I'm complicit in letting them get away with this. But I can guarantee you that the best is yet to come is going to go a lot deeper than a stolen election. And that is the first and foremost section of today. Now, keeping up with the, with the, uh, the, the changes that are going to happen here on Live from America, the show will never, ever, ever change as far as the way that I do the show. However, as we start getting into being on Real America's Voice News and other platforms, there are going to have to be breaks 
commercial breaks um, for the station. So I decided that here, whoever, all of you guys will always see the show first before it's on Real America's Voice News. Because it'll be on like a 10 o'clock at night Eastern Time show. However, there does have to be break sections. So I decided during these breaks that we would promote patriotic companies, patriotic businesses. That's why I have the America Strong page on JeremyHerald.com. So I would like to take this time right now to go ahead and play a commercial from a company that you guys probably already know. We've talked about them before, but it is PatriotFoods.com. We've had the CEO and the owner of PatriotFoods.com on before. It definitely does promote American family farms. And here we go. The majority of produce brands you're buying in your local stores is imported produce, and it's putting the American farmer out of business. Patriot Foods is fighting back by providing U.S.-only produce. Choosing the Patriot Foods brand is how you can support the American farmers, families, and our service men and women. Patriot Foods has family that has fought in the two major world wars. We strongly believe in your patriotism and your willingness to do what's right for your country. We need your help. Please join the fight and demand your country's brand in your local stores. We thank you and salute you. And this is where I'd say, and welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm going to have to say that as far as TV is concerned. However, I do really love promoting America's strong companies. PatriotFoods.com is one of them, and so is the Cookie Cutter. Go to uh, Instagram, follow the Cookie Cutter, and I believe you can even uh, reach out to her on Instagram. If you remember, she sent me those amazing cookies. She baked those cookies for me, and I got to meet her in Pennsylvania. Wendy, I love you. God bless you, and thank you very, 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 very much. And I will... Here's the other thing, too. If you guys have a business on the America Strong page... On JeremyHarrell.com, if you've submitted your business there and you have the means to make a small commercial, please send me those commercials because I'll play them on the show and I will play them on Roku and Fire Stick on a 24-hour loop in between shows, okay? I want to promote American companies. I want to promote conservative people, conservative qualities, and if you have commercials, if you have anything, or if you want to get a commercial made, send it to me and we'll keep it right here on on uh, Live from America. Now, let's move on. Whistleblowers, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, Project Veritas is probably the leader in getting whistleblowers to come forward and tell you exactly what's going on in their news stations. Folks, when I said it's a lot deeper than a stolen election, when I said it's a lot deeper than them stealing taxes from you and stealing everything from you, folks, it's, it's, it's way worse than any of us ever even thought. Big Tech is partnered with Big fake news media stations. They're all owned by the same people. They're all buddy buddies. Big tech are all buddy buddies. And they're all working with the leftist Democrats of this country. I don't even like calling them Democrats anymore. I like calling them communists because that's what they really are. Okay? That's what they really are. Um, oh, I'm just reading some of the comments. With commercials, then we get less information. Not sure what you meant by that. But anyway, um, so... These whistleblowers that are coming forward, not only are they getting canned, but big tech is silencing their stories about the news stations that they work for. Much like COVID 
uh, information, much like the election. It's worse than we ever thought because now people can't even come out and tell you that the news stations are faking COVID shots, that they're faking uh, uh, you know, coverage of, of, of riots, that they're faking the coverage of protests and stuff like that to make it worse than it actually is, to pull the wool over on the people's eyes. You would think that that's called journalism, folks. You would think that that would be called journalism. Journalism. But it's not. They're getting fired, and big tech is taking down their videos of them, you know, proving that they were that they worked for companies. Now, there's this one whistleblower. That you, she was uh, she came out on Project Veritas, not this recent one, but the first one who was who did it right in the middle of uh, of talking about the weather, and she uh, then recorded her her boss the conversation with her boss, where her boss basically fired her. Right. Well, she put that video up. And when she put that video up, YouTube decided they were going to take it down. So I have that here for you, and I want to play what she said. She actually had to go to TikTok in order to say what's been happening. And she's on Telegram as well, so that's really good. But check this out. Listen to what she says. I'm showing my Fox bosses in their own words with their tyrannical control of the narrative was deleted from YouTube. Uh, because it didn't meet community guidelines. It's nice to know that YouTube and Fox are good buddies. I'm going to post the video again here and on Telegram, definitely. Telegram is where you can see it. it's not going to get deleted. I'm dumbfounded. I'm dumbfounded that video of Fox bosses talking about controlling the narrative is uh, censored out of YouTube. So my YouTube video showing my Fox bosses in their own words with their tyrannical control of the narrative was deleted from YouTube uh, because it didn't meet community guidelines. It's nice to know. Think about that, folks. She posted a video in her in her boss's own words about how tyrannical they were, and YouTube took it down because it doesn't commit doesn't meet community guidelines. Well, how does that not meet community guidelines? How does her exposing an, uh, a, a, a news station and the way they lie and the way they manipulate news to bring to you, which is supposed to be fair and balanced, how is it breaking community guidelines on YouTube to show that? How, how, does, that, how does that work? Meanwhile, anybody in the world can go on there and say, F Trump, show pictures of Trump with his head cut off, but you can't expose somebody trying to lie to the public? So anytime YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or any of the rest of them take something down, you know what they're trying to do. They're trying to hide the truth. They've done it so much, and they've done it so one-sided over the last five years that it isn't about keeping people safe anymore. You and I know it. It's about controlling the narrative, shutting people up, and look the other way. Don't look at the big tech companies. Don't look at the news media, and you know what? We have Donald Trump to thank for that. Donald Trump is the one that exposed every bit of it, started pulling on that string, and we, the people, need to continue to keep pulling on that string, no matter what. All right, we are going to go ahead and give the first Dumb Dumb Award of the day, so let's cue that sound, shall we? The first Dumb Dumb Award of the day, well, I'm going to ask you this question. First of all, do you live in Minnesota? If you live in Minnesota, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're part of the five, 6,000 people watching on Rumble right now, if you live in Minnesota, let me know that you live in Minnesota. Because if you do live in Minnesota, you've probably seen a lot of things change over the course of the last five to ten years. Heck, the United States has seen a major change over the course of the last decade. 
but some states more than others, okay? Minnesota has changed a lot in the last five to ten years. Here's a new story about Minnesota. You guys might know this if you live in Minnesota. There's a restaurant called Broder's, Broder's Pasta Bar, okay? Broder's Pasta Bar. It might be called Broder, Brodeur, Broder, but Broder's Pasta Bar apparently is like amazing food. It's apparently awesome. It seems like everybody that's been there loves it. The reviews are amazing. Everybody says the food is the best. It's the best pasta in the whole world. Okay? Even if Trump ate there, he'd probably say that. There's no pasta like this pasta. This pasta's been truly the best pasta I've ever had in my life. However, ladies and gentlemen, Broder's Pasta <laughs> Bar in Minnesota has announced today that they will be adding a 15% equity charge onto every single bill. Do you guys know what a 15% equity charge is? No? Well, let me tell you. A 15% equity charge is because customers are inherently racist tippers. We don't want fake news. You're CNN. You're fake news. You have an agenda. Um, so you're adding a 15% equity charge. Now they say this is not a gratuity charge. Okay. They say this is a completely different thing that they have the right to do called an equity charge. And the equity charge is to go towards people who are inherently racist tippers. So not only is the Broder Pasta Bar insulting their own customers by saying that they are inherently racist tippers, that would mean you'd have to call them inherently racist. But they're also insulting anybody in the future who comes there by automatically adding a 15% charge on that because of equality? I don't understand it. That's called woke. If you guys did not know the meaning of woke, the best thing that I could do is give you that story and, said, and say that is woke. That is a woke company and I got to tell you, I'm going to go right back to the first story. How do we stop them? We stop giving them money. Go woke, go broke. So everybody, if you live in Minnesota, please spread the word that Broder's Pasta Bar is now adding a 15% charge to every single bill in order to give reparations. I would, And here's the crazy thing about it. I don't know this because I've never been there, but I would bet you, I'd bet you money that a majority of their staff are white. How much you want to make a bet? How much you want to make a bet that they probably have maybe 20% of their staff and that's pushing it that is non-white? These people are nuts, man. These people are absolute crazy. Harold Burton on Rumble says, great business sense. <laughs> Ozfan says, go woke, go broke. And Sarah says, seriously, all that does is screw over their own servers. I know. I know. Screwing over your own server, screwing over your own staff, and at the same time insulting your patrons. Awesome. Guess what? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just dumbfounded. I am so dumbfounded. Anyway, they get the dumb dumb award of the day. Broders Pasta Bar. All right, <laughs> I'm going to follow this up by giving the Airhead Award of the Day. Now, we haven't given the Airhead Award of, a day in, of the Day in a while because there really hasn't been a lot of AOC stories. You know, AOC, all out crazy. But anyway, let's go ahead and cue that sound for the Airhead Award, shall we? Airhead Award. 
<laughs> the Airhead Award of the day is going to go to Jill Biden. Now, before I show you this video and, and, and play the audio for the people that are watching on YouTube, what would you, who would you consider more of a doctor? Tony, the fraud, Fauci, master swamp rat? Or Jill, the puppeteer, Biden? Who do you think would be more, uh, who do you think would be more deserving of the title, doctor? <laughs> I don't know. That's a rough one. That's a rough one because I don't want to give the title to Tony the Fraud Fauci because you've seen what he's done. And, of course, the puppeteer over here, Joe Biden, we already know that she, she's definitely not a doctor, right? Anyway... <laughs> I want to play the video for you. Anyway, the reason why she gets the Airhead Award of the Day is because she was in Tennessee, okay? And she was lecturing a Tennessee crowd at a Brad Paisley country concert about taking the vaccine. She said only 30% of the people in Tennessee have taken the vaccine, and that's just not good enough. She then gets booed by people in the crowd and what she says is something that you would expect a liberal, a left-wing communist to say. And this is why she gets the Airhead Award of the Day. Check this out. Oh. Good evening, everyone. The White House bringing in star power to Nashville as Tennessee still lags behind other states when it comes to COVID vaccination. First Lady Jill Biden and singer Brad Paisley toured a pop-up vaccine clinic at Old Smoky Distillery with the goal to get more young people vaccinated. News Channel 5's Jason Lane was there. She spoke to the crowd. The First Lady came to the Old Smoky Distillery today in an effort to boost vaccination rates in Tennessee on the exact same day that the White House COVID-19 response team announced it would not be meeting a highly publicized goal. <laughs> the First Lady was joined by Brad and Kimberly Williams Paisley checking out a pop-up vaccination clinic held just outside Old Smoky Distillery before making her way inside to the group waiting to hear from Jill Biden. The First Lady was here to push for higher vaccination rates across the country as Tennessee lags behind. Only 41% of adults in Tennessee have at least the first dose of a COVID vaccine, compared to 65% nationwide. This state still has mm, a little bit of way to go. <laughs> Only 3 in 10 Tennesseans are vaccinated. And... Well, you're booing yourselves. <laughs> you hear what she just said? She said you're booing yourselves. So when she said only 3 in 10 Tennesseans are vaccinated, she got boos. She was met with boos. And then says, well, you're booing yourselves. Are you kidding me? Are you that pompous? Are you that arrogant? Do you think you're some kind of queen? You're an illegitimate doctor and you're an illegitimate first lady. You don't belong in the White House and you don't belong talking to people about any kind of vaccinations or shots or my body, my choice crap anyway. Who in the heck are you to be lecturing anybody on whether they should or shouldn't take it and then say, well, you're booing yourselves. You're booing yourselves. Here, in the famous words of Ronald Reagan, just shut up. Just shut up, lady. I'm surprised she was met with that many cheers when she said, look at this great crowd. But Brad Paisley, like many other stars, music stars, Hollywood stars, athletes, have 
jumped on that woke train, and they do exactly what they're told to do by their masters. It's disgusting. And I guarantee you Brad Paisley is going to lose a lot of fans because of that right there. So, Joe Biden, you get the Airhead Award of the Day today. I also want to take this time, guys, to promote uh, ProvidingHopeVA.com. I know you guys have heard me talking about them a lot lately. And I think it's if we're going to talk about anything, if we're going to promote anything or anybody, it should be somebody who's helping homeless vets. So if you look on your screen, you'll see it right there. There is the front home screen. There is the logo, ProvidingHope.com. ProvidingHopeVA.com for Veterans Affairs. And this company is definitely uh, doing their part to make sure that they help homeless vets by raffling off great prizes like this Mustang and many, many, many other things in order to raise enough money to get veterans off the streets, get them into a program, get them housed, get them jobs, and then move them on to their own uh, means of living, whether it be an apartment or a house within six months. So definitely, guys, when you have the time, just if you're scrolling through, check out ProvidingHopeVA.com. And uh, we're going to get him on for an interview very, very soon. All right, let's focus our attention and our eyes to Georgia real quick because Brad Raffensperger, the Secretary of State there, is doing whatever he can to make sure that the forensic audit that is about to happen doesn't show his guilt. And I told you earlier today that he uh, automatically just now erased 101,000 uh, wrong, wrongfully registered voters off the voter rolls 101,000 actually 101,738 I think it was he's kind of, he, he's just wiped off the voter rolls because they should have never been there to begin with however he's in a little bit of trouble here because he defied judge Amaro's court order which was a protective order against the ballots those ballots those mail-in ballots you know the ones that have a lot of affidavits behind them saying that they were, they were pristine and none of them were folded and there was tens of thousands of them and many, many other irregularities like the ballots being fraudulent themselves? Judge Amaro ordered a protective order on those for not to be, they weren't supposed to be touched. Well, we now know that Brad Raffensperger, the Secretary of State, sent in a team they unsealed some of the boxes. This was a couple months ago, and it's just starting to come out now. They unsealed a couple of the boxes, and apparently Brad Raffensperger instructed these people to fold ballots to make them look like they were actually mailed in the first place. The problem with this is, is we have an affidavit, more than one, but we have an affidavit from a lady who's been working the Georgia elections for the last 20 years. She understands the election process there. She's been a great worker for the for, for elections in the, for the last 20 years in Georgia. She signed an affidavit saying, hey, when I was working these, there was tens of thousands of ballots that came in that were supposed to be mail-in ballots that were pristine. They weren't bent they weren't folded they were in no way shipped through the mail so those were part of the i think it was over a hundred thousand ballots that judge amaro ordered sealed and protected do not touch them brad raffensperger ignored that order sent in a team and they unsealed some of the boxes and apparently some of the ones that they unsealed are folded now hmm real funny right but that means that brad raffensperger the secretary of state there defied a federal judge's orders to not touch those ballots. So, 
Garland Favorito, and all the people down there that are pushing this audit are discussing what they're going to do and how they're going to bring this information and any kind of proof that they have in front of Judge Amaro to let him know that this went on from the Secretary of State's office. But I can guarantee you that that forensic audit is going to move forward. There's been too much stuff. There's been too much um, defying the judge's orders on the left's part, and he's not going to end up putting up with it. And in the end... I guarantee you it's going to move forward. And all we need, again, is Arizona, Georgia, and Michigan. I mean, Arizona, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. Because it looks like Michigan has no, wants nothing to do with a forensic audit. And that's the next topic of the day. And this is why we're also going to give the Michigan GOP a massive, huge dum-dum award. I should get the, the, the large one out and give it to them. Because the Michigan GOP, the state Senate there, says there is no systematic fraud in the 2020 election. They've done an in, their own internal investigation, and they've said there is no fraud in the 2020 election. And they said they are confident, that they are so confident that there was no fraud, that they are sure that Joe Biden beat President Donald J. Trump by 155,000 votes. The panel... On the, the panel that, that, that put out the statement from the GOP, from the Michigan GOP, also urged the state's attorney general to consider investigating people who had made false allegations about the Antrim County vote to raise money or publicity for their own ends. Folks, we already seen what happened up there. We already have the proof of what happened in Antrim County. We already know. We've seen the documents. We've seen the proof. This right here is the Rhino GOP State Senate in Michigan trying to cover up what happened and then urging the state attorney general to go after and investigate anybody who made allegations that anything happened wrongfully in Antrim County. This, this, is, this is exactly what I've been talking about. This is the kind of crap, exactly the kind of crap that I've been talking about. And that's why I can't wait to get to Michigan next week. I cannot wait to get to Michigan. I cannot wait to get everybody there on the air. Let the people, let the world hear their rant. Let the world hear their gripes. Talk to the people who are running for office there. Talk to people who are running for the Secretary of State there. And bring some light onto the rhinos that are complicit in voter fraud in Michigan. Okay? It's disgusting. 60% error rate when you're not even allowed even... You're not even allowed up to 2%, but there's a 60% error rate? Come on, man. Michigan GOP is out of order. Michigan GOP has a lot of, a lot of explaining to do, and I'm going to do what I can to hold them accountable because this is disgusting. Michigan, stand up. Stop being rhinos. Stop working for the Democrats and start standing up for the people of your state who want an election audit, who know what happened in Antrim County and many others, and... That was one of the worst states when it came to kicking out... I mean, Georgia and Michigan were probably the two worst from kicking out Republican poll watchers, putting up the cardboard on the windows. Come on! Everything out of Michigan is... All I can say is it's totally fake news. Just fake. It's fake. It's made-up stuff. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Um, but what is not disgusting is how much power... President Trump still has. And what do I mean by that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, President Trump announced that he was going to the border on the 30th of this month. And I told you, I told you a long time ago that as soon as President Trump goes to the border, 
that's when you're going to see Biden administration freak out because if, if, if President Trump goes to the border before the Biden administration, he gives him more power. And I knew what was going to happen. As soon as President Trump announced it, uh, Kamala Harris has announced it. So let me read the statement coming from President Donald J. Trump now that Kamala Harris has announced that she will be going to the border just a couple days before President Donald J. Trump. And he's 100% right in his statement. He said, after six, six months of ignoring the crisis at the southern border, it is great that we got Kamala Harris to finally go and see the tremendous destruction and death that they have created. A direct result of Biden ending my very tough but fair border policies. Harris and Biden were given the strongest border in American history, and now it is by far the worst in American history. If Governor Abbott and I weren't going there next week, she never would have gone. That is 100% true, because if the, if the world sees President Trump going to the border before the very administration who caused the border crisis to begin with, that is going to deliver a major blow to the left, and it's only going to empower President Trump even more. But guess what? It's still going to empower President Trump. Kamala Harris going there, everybody knows that it's a PR stunt now. Everybody knows that the only reason that she's going there now, two or three days before President Trump, is for a PR stunt, is to get some credibility behind her name. But guess what? You going there now is actually worse than not going at all. You making the decision to go two days before President Trump is ten times worse than you not going at all. You're going to shoot yourself in your own foot. It's going to backfire on you again. And the world is going to be covering the, um, Donald Trump's visit with Greg, Governor Greg Abbott to the border. CNN will be covering it. CSNBC, uh, MSNBC will be covering it. Fox, Newsmax, Real America, everybody, every station in the world. Even the stations that claim that he is uh, that he uh, should be in prison will be covering it. Why? Because they want the ratings. It's going her going two days before now is only going to empower him even more. So go ahead, get your PR stunt, get your visibility that you were at the border, but it's only going to empower MAGA. It's only going to empower President Trump, and it's only going to show how fake you are fake news that you really are cackling Kamala Harris. Texas doesn't want you. Heck, your own party didn't even want you. But somehow, you've made the accomplishment of making vice president. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. All right, folks, now it pains me to say this. It really does. But we need to talk about it. Earlier, I gave Ron DeSantis the Smarty Award of the day. I continue to praise Governor Ron DeSantis for the many great things that he's done for the people of Florida. A ton of people sent me... Um, some very disturbing news that I said I had to research a little bit more to make sure that it was 100% true. So what I did is I stopped reading what everybody was sending me, and I actually went to the Senate Bill 2006 in Florida. And ladies and gentlemen, what everybody was saying that was tucked away in that bill, word for word, is absolutely true. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. I re I, I, in between both shows today, that's what I did. I read that bill over and over and over again. Now, we're going to talk about it real quick. We're going to talk about what it says, and then we're going to talk, talk a little bit about what it means, okay? So let me make sure I pull this up real quick. I want to read you what everybody's concerns were, because people had valid concerns. They did. Let's see, where is that here? Oh, come on. Where is it? Uh, 
Now, I can't seem to find what I had pulled up for you, but I'll tell you exactly what it's, what, what people's concerns were. People's concerns were that it can uh, that the state health emergency officials can um, can quarantine you. The state health emergency uh, officials can force vaccinate you, and they can do all the things that everybody was freaking out about. They can do them. And that was tucked away in the bill, in the same bill where Governor DeSantis banned vaccine passports. Now, you have to understand something when you read this bill, okay? Number one, number one, it limits the power of emergency orders, meaning that's, that, that, that you cannot put an emergency order in place for any longer than 60 days when it comes to the health emergency. That's number one. Also, in order for them to do what this bill says it can do, there has to be valid. There has to be very, very, very. Uh, it has to be justified. The ends have to justify the means. What do I mean by that? If we take COVID completely off the table, like it never happened, and we read this bill, you would probably not have a problem with it. Because the way it explains a forced vaccination or a forced quarantine is something that is deadly to the American public. I mean deadly, okay? COVID does not meet the requirements for forced vaccinations or forced quarantines. If it did, it would be going on right now. So you've all seen The Walking Dead, right? You've all seen the, the, the pathogen that got released by the CDC that made everybody zombies, right? All right, think of it on that scale. What that bill is actually saying is if there's a pandemic like the bubonic plague or something like that, you would want them to do exactly what that bill says. You would want them to force vaccinate somebody. You would want them to force quarantine somebody. I, mean, I don't know if you'd want them to. I, I still think it should be a public choice. But I'm talking about if, this, if, this, uh, if, if a sickness is so bad that anybody you come in contact with you get and, and, and the majority of the people die. Okay? If... What was in that bill? If you read it, if you read it correctly, you would understand that what is that this um, coronavirus does not meet the standards for something like that to happen. If it did, it would already be happening. You understand what I'm saying? It's SB two zero zero six. You can go read it for yourself. I read it three times today. Okay, and. What, it is scary language, but I, I really honestly believe it's only scary language because of everything that's happened with COVID since the last year. Okay, like I said, if you take COVID out of the existence, out of the equation, and you read it, it wouldn't bother you as much because what, the way it's written is it sounds like it has, to be, it has to be a bad, bad disease. I mean talking about to the point where it is a massive health issue for the entire country if they were to let you run around with this disease. Okay. I don't believe in forced anything, but I, I, I did want to make sure that I highlighted that bill. I think you should go read it yourself. You'll understand what I'm talking about. If, if anything in that bill was, was meant the way we're reading it, then they would already be forced vaccinating people. But what they're doing is the ex exact opposite. They're saying you don't have to get it. You don't have to show proof of it. You don't have to have it to go on cruises. You don't have to have it to go into schools. You don't have to have it to go into universities, which tells you that the... Um, the Fauci virus isn't near as bad as the language that's tucked away in that bill says it is. Is it still scary? 100%. 100%. But like this person said, Jeremy, what you're describing is contagion, like the book in the stand. That is, that, that is what I 
think of when I read that bill. So please go read the bill for yourself. It is SB2006. All you have to do is do a simple internet search of it. You'll find it. Do not read the summary of the bill. The summary of the bill does not lay out those specific uh, sections that I'm talking about. Go and actually read the entire bill. The language is in there. People were right about that. It's not old. It is new. Why he signed it, I don't know. But I do think you have to put things into context. I'm not happy with the fact that he signed it, but I do think you have to put things into context. Okay? I'm not defending the language. I'm just saying, put it into context. If if you're thinking of like COVID-19 vaccines and trying to relate it to that, to that language, it, it, it doesn't work because that would mean that they would be doing it right now. You see what I'm saying? I don't know why he signed it. I'm not happy with it. Let's get to the bottom of it. Let's work together to find out why Ron DeSantis signed that bill with that language tucked away in it, even if it was a COVID passport, um, uh, a, you know, banning the COVID passport. So anybody who gets an opportunity, I'm sure we all know somebody who works for some kind of news station in Florida who can ask Ron DeSantis this question. Maybe we'll reach out to him right here. Maybe we'll reach out to his office and ask for a, uh, ask for a comment on that. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Matter of fact, we will do that. We will call Ron DeSantis' office and we will ask for a comment on that because i think that needs to be explained i want to know why it was signed i want to know what that language was even in there for and i want to make sure that that ron DeSantis's office knows that we are not happy with that it is 100 percent true and i want to thank the brave people of live from america audience who brought that information forward and showed it to me um because all i was seeing was memes and, and different things i didn't actually go read the bill until today okay so hey the truth is the truth. Sometimes it's hard to hear, even if it's about somebody that we like. It is what it is, and that's what this show is. will always do. It'll always highlight things like that. So we'll get on it, but go read it tonight. That's your homework. If you want some homework tonight, go read Senate Bill 2006 in Florida, okay? And we'll be calling tomorrow. All right, folks, that is going to do it for Live from America for 5 p.m. today on June 23rd, year of our Lord, 2021. I want to thank you for spending your second hour of your day with me. I want to thank you for all that you guys do when it, when it comes to bringing uh, information to me that we need, that we need to spread, because knowledge is power, and the more we know, the better we, better ammunition we have to fight with. I'm not very happy with this, but we're going to get to the bottom of it, and we will reach out to Ron DeSantis' office tomorrow. But that shouldn't prevent you from doing it as well. Call yourself. Let's flood the...